In March 1933, within days of Hitler coming to power, Anna Essinger, the headmistress at Landschulheim Herlingen in southern Germany, was ordered to fly a swastika over her school. Outraged at the prospect of the despised symbol of fascism being hoisted above her progressive academy, Tante Anna, as she was known to her pupils, staged a one-woman protest. She hastily organised a three-day camping trip for her pupils, and only when no one was left in the school did she raise the Nazi flag which fluttered over the deserted buildings. Everything that Hitler stood for clashed with Tante Anna's radical educational ideals. Ever since reading his autobiography, Mein Kampf, she believed that under him Germany would plunge into an abyss where there was no place for freedom of thought or expression, or perhaps even for survival itself. Hitler cast history as a struggle between races, and in his early impassioned speeches he had vilified the parasitic Jew as the enemy within and the embodiment of evil. For Anna, this was pure poison. It was hard to understand how such a man had come to power in her country. Germany's half a million Jews were integrated at every level of society and acclaimed for their contribution to science, arts, literature and theatre. If the views Hitler had expressed were put into action, all this was in danger. In 1933, many around her thought she was overreacting. Stop worrying, friends advised. It will all blow over. Anna saw things differently. Nazi Germany was no place for her school. The violence, hatred and blame openly promoted by the Nazi party stood in opposition to everything she was trying to achieve. It was hard to see how humanity could progress in the kind of society Hitler was making. But there was a traitor at the school, the husband of one of the staff. He denounced Tante Anna to the authorities, recommending that a Nazi inspector was appointed immediately. It was not just Tante Anna's unwillingness to embrace the swastika that provoked his anger, but the entire educational direction of her enterprise. His letter of denouncement not only threatened the school, which could be forced to close, but also put all those involved in danger. Anna did not wait. She had already resolved to move her entire establishment, lock, stock and barrel, out of Germany, right under the noses of the Nazi authorities. She felt certain the Gestapo would never permit the mass emigration of an entire school, so she started work on a secret plan to outsmart them, a feat that no other teacher managed to pull off. This is the story of the school created by Anna Essinger in Kent, the Garden of England. Although Anna and the first 70 children escaped Nazi Germany in 1933, many of the pupils who came to her home school at Bunce Court near Otterden fled much later and had first-hand experience of the ever-escalating catastrophe. The refuge that Tante Anna tried to create grew in parallel to the horrors unleashed by the Nazis on Jewish children across the continent. In time, she would accept waves of increasingly traumatised children from Germany, Austria, Czechoslovakia and then Poland as the crisis spread and the task she had set herself would call on all her reserves and exact a heavy toll.